Hello, and welcome to The Culture Kit. I'm Seth Farrow. I'm glad you could join me. This is a show where we talk all about pop culture, as well as what's going on in not just the pop culture world, but even in the world around us. Today, we'll start the show off with the who and what, a segment where we talk about, you probably guessed it, pop culture and all the news in that realm, like new music, new movies, TV shows, and even world events. After that, the Culture Kids investigative correspondent, Maddie Taylor, will be joining me for another session of Way Down the Web, a monthly segment where we talk about the things we found on the internet. We talk about everything from funny people and channels, and for those who may have liked the creepy story we mentioned last month, we've even included a couple of those types of tales, so it'll be a really fun time. I'm also going to try to fit in a Seth Asks segment at the end of the episode as well. So stay tuned, because like always, we're going to have quite a show today. Let's get started. It's time for the who and what. Today's edition of the who and what will begin with some television headlines. Any Jeopardy fans out there? If so, do you prefer Mayim Bialik or do you prefer Ken Jennings as host? That's what fans of the show are talking about. Now, for those of you who aren't Jeopardy fans or don't really watch the show, after Alex Trebek's passing, there was initially a variety of different people guest hosting the show, including Jennings and Bialik, as well as Anderson Cooper, Katie Couric, Robin Roberts, and LeVar Burton, among others, including the show's then-executive producer, Mike Richards. People liked Richards' hosting style at the time, and in August of last year, Richards was announced as the permanent host of the series. However, there was public outcry after sexual comments Richard made had resurfaced, and so Jeopardy fired Richards, and they chose two of the fan favorites to share the hosting duties. As it turns out, a large majority of fans actually want Jennings to be the permanent host, according to a new poll from TV Insider. In that poll, there were 29,683 votes, and out of those votes, 70% of them were for Jennings, while 30% of the voters want B. Alec to earn the title. Now, I've watched a small portion of the recent Jeopardy! episodes within the last year, like the ones with Katie Couric and Savannah Guthrie, as well as Mayim's episodes, and I do like her, I think she does a great job, but I should also know that I haven't seen Jennings' episodes yet, as I really only watch Jeopardy! on very rare occasions, so I'll probably have to watch an episode with him in it to really gather a full opinion. But regardless of the numbers, people do like these two, so I'd imagine it's probably not going to be an easy decision for the producers of Jeopardy! to make. We'll just have to keep our eyes and ears open for who the new permanent host will be. Also, a passing to note, stand-up comedian and actor Gilbert Gottfried has died. Gottfried was a stand-up comedian who always took risks in his comedy and wasn't afraid to push the envelope. And he was also an actor who played in an array of roles, including the parrot character Lego from Aladdin. Other well-known acting roles included being the voice of the mascot duck for Aflac, as well as the role he played on the early 2000s children's show Cyber Chase. He was even a member on SNL. He was beloved in both the acting and comedy world. Gottfried was 67, and it is an unfortunate passing, for sure. In television news, Amazon streaming service IMDb-TV will be rebranding later this month. The free, ad-supported streaming service will soon be called Freevee. The name changes to supposedly help emphasize the fact that the service is free, hence the word free being in the title, as well as to distinguish it from IMDb's website. 
The service is well known for its library of both classic and original content, including Judy Justice and Leverage Redemption, and it's already planning a bunch of new original movies under its new name, including a new one starring Brenda Song and Aaron O'Connell. Now let's talk about music. New music, that is. There was a big list of new music releases this past week. Camila Caballo released her new album, Familia. It has 12 songs on it, including her previous singles, Don't Go Yet and Bomb Bomb. And it also came with a new single. The new single is a collab with Willow titled Psycho Freak. All one word and all in lowercase. The visual scenes from the music video feature some darker colors compared to some of Caballo's other videos, like dark green and black, as well as some flashing lights. There's nothing wrong with that, of course, as the result looks good. If you listen to the album, one of the tracks I'd recommend listening to is Hasta Los Dientes. That's a catchy track. Jack Harlow released another new song. This track, First Class, samples Fergie's classic hit, Glamorous, and while it uses a couple of quotes and lines from the song, the beat is entirely different. But one thing that the songs do share is the topic of being successful and flying first class. Chloe released her latest single, Treat Me, as well as a music video for it. And all I have to say is go check them out. You will not regret it, as both the song and video are amazing. But it's no surprise knowing the source. Other new music includes some material from Omar Apollo, Charlie Puth's new song Hilarious, a new music video from Maggie Rogers, and a new music video from Lil Baby. That's a wrap for the who and what. Now it's time to go way down the web with our investigative correspondent, Maddie Taylor. Let's do it. It is now time for Way Down the Web, and today I have the yogurt-eating, quirky, funny, and video finder and investigative correspondent to the culture kid, Maddie Taylor. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for adding in that I'm a yogurt eater. I'm a yogurt eater, too. There's nothing wrong with yogurt. I mean, I love vanilla yogurt. I'm just getting back into yogurt, actually. It's really good, like vanilla. Like, some of the places I've been to, like, you go to the store and you find, like, some of it's really good. Ever tried wee yogurt before? Try what? Wee yogurt. No, I thought you said weed. No, well, yeah, that's another food. And I was like, whoa. No. Weed, yeah, I've never had weed yogurt before, but I know some people that probably would have it because yeah. they're into the joints. And yeah, and plus it is coming towards that time of year. You know, weed mm-hmm. 420 is coming up pretty soon. So, you know, weed yeah. yogurt, and that could be mm-hmm. a new idea. I mean, they come up with a food for anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe it'll end up on this segment. Who knows if they come up with that? Mm-hmm. I dare somebody <laughs> to come up with weed yogurt. <laughs> Uh, so, but people have come up with some interesting things, and we're going to talk all about them today. Um, the first one, if you wanted to introduce what you what you found on the internet so far. Oh. Well, did you end up checking out his page? Yes, I did. What's and we let the viewer listeners know what his name is. And what um, wait, let me look so I don't get it wrong. Um, his first name. I love him. He is amazing. His name is Roger. I think you pronounce it clay. It's C-L-E-Y-E. And he basically just takes like song requests in his comments and he'll do like a short little cover of it. They're always incredible. And I actually, I commented on one of his videos and I was like, oh my God, Roger, like I'm your biggest fan. And now he's following me on TikTok. I know. It's like, 
Mm-hmm. That's wonderful, isn't that? I mean, I mean, the same thing happened to you yeah. with the pink windmill kids. Oh my god! Yeah, on Twitter, um, I would just constantly tag the pink windmill kids and everything to the point where they started to follow me on Twitter because I seemed to be their only fan. So, um, but then my Twitter <laughs> got deleted. So. Oh no. Yeah. I wonder if it was from all the stalking you did to the pink windmill kid. They probably kicked me off because of the amount of stalking I was doing. I know. And they, they you, you stalked them so much, they were like, finally, you know what? Maybe she'll shut up if we follow yeah, her. Yeah, I'll follow her. <laughs> she'll leave me alone. But I didn't leave them alone. Yeah, and uh, but thankfully there were no restraining orders involved. So, no. You know, They're all that, the way in Australia. I wasn't going to go. Gonna, a girl's not going to fly out, or a boy no. either. Nobody's going to fly out to no, Australia. No, I'm not going to Australia for the pink windmill kids. In order to get a restraining order in Australia, they'd have to fly here if you really wanted to see them. Exactly. But that Richard Clay, like I looked him up and Pete Roger or Roger, excuse me, Roger Clay. He, I've looked, I looked him up and like you said, he takes song requests. They'll put like people will put in the comments, can you sing, you know, bad romance, you know, or whatever. And he'd sing it in like a weird voice. I'm going to raise his pitch up in one of them. One of his recent ones, he mm-hmm. voiced his pitch up a little bit. And then another one, he'll like sing like this and yep. sing like that, like an Elvis kind of voice. Yep. And it's definitely interesting to see what he does like you know and i think he's doing it on purpose like i think because he knows people follow and people like that kind of thing exactly it's hard with these types of people because i'm like are they being serious do they actually think they're really good at singing or do they realize hey me being awful i'm getting a lot of views so they keep doing it you know, and you know, I actually looked up his another channel of his, and I think this is the same person. He plays guitar, and he's actually not bad. Really? I could have sworn that was the same. I mean, I only looked a little bit into that particular channel, but I think that was the same guy. And it, he he was like, I think he was really good. It looked like That's, him. Maybe he's just really good at guitar, but the singing. Uh, yeah, you never know. Maybe he gave up on singing a long time ago. So or we gave up on guitar playing, I should say, and you decided to go straight right. for the thing. But and you made a point, like you know, some people I think they realize that they're bad at singing, and they think that they're really talented at not being talented. Yeah, like, exactly. That's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. And one example of that a channel that we're a fan of that they admit they can't sing, but it's funny to watch because it makes people smile. Bev and Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. <laughs> Bev and Bob, they're, I mean, they're wonderful to watch. I mean, they have such great chemistry with each other. Bev's enthusiasm every single time she's singing, well, most of the time. Um, and just seeing, you know, seeing them have fun with it. Like, they sang Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. <laughs> and that's not an easy song to sing. I mean, I mean, Amy Lee, her, her opera-like vocals that she has in that right. song. You, you'd think that you couldn't you know, come anywhere close to having the perfection of that song. Bev and Bob, they just nailed it. Yep. Um, yep. Isn't Bev following you on Facebook? Yeah, they're they're on they're friends with me on Facebook. Yeah, I, I joined their their group. Yeah, and we com- I comment on their posts. They were talking about what they had for dinner last night. I said, "Oh, that's funny. Great minds think alike." We had I had the same thing last night because I did, and I didn't even look at their posts. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I just realized I just had the same thing you did." I love that. It seems to be a trend where we find these weird people and become mutuals. I know, yeah. I mean, that's what happened with Jan Terry and I, you know, we became <laughs> over the years. We're acquaintances, I should say, acquaintances. 
Um, I, I talk with Bev and Bob, you know, we do that. We comment on each other's things and, and I'm fans of these people. That's the thing. Like you become first, you're like, you know, this is kind of strange, but I like it. And you, and it grows on you. And then finally you're like, you know what, this is really good. I have, it's like, you can't stop watching I know. and you actually start to like it. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh. And kudos to them. Like Bev and Bob, like they do, and they do green screen videos. Like when they do their karaoke, they, I guess they had a karaoke service at one point. They, um, they, they do like videos in front of a green screen. They have their own animations and graphics and everything that they make. They were teaching custom animation graphics class at some point. Really? Yeah, I, I, I'm envious that I didn't join soon enough because I think that was a long time ago. <laughs> I would have paid if I had to pay a hundred dollars for that. I would because if oh, I yeah. make my videos look as good as Bev and Bob's, like that's like that's like high quality right there. Yeah. <laughs> just amazing. I, just, I have a lot of respect for these people because I can't say I'd have the confidence to sit down, record myself singing, and then upload it, knowing that it wasn't the best, you know? Yeah, exactly. And sometimes even people who do sound good, they don't have the confidence to record themselves because mm -hmm. they might think that they're not very good, even though they are, or that sometimes people just don't feel comfortable singing. But I have an aunt, shout out to my Aunt Annie, um, she watches the show and she sings in the grocery store like she and she used according to my grandmother she had a really good voice until she started smoking but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she admits she smokes like she's very she's she is not ashamed of it you know she's she vapes too but i don't want to go on that um track but she but she doesn't mind she's like you know what i have no shame you know if i ever want to make the decision to stop then i will but I don't think the I don't I I doubt it damaged her voice either way. I think she's just probably and she sings in the store and she goes all American Idol when she sings. Really? I'm like hey, Annie, stop. My mom is really good at a couple impressions. Have you ever watched March of the Wooden Soldiers? Um, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever watched it. <laughs> There's a character named Tom Tom, and my mom does a great impression of him, and also. Um, Eddie Redmayne, when he was in Les Mis, my mom can do a great impression of him. So next time you see her, ask for her Tom Tom impression. I will. I need to. because I, I think I have a recording, so I could send it to you. Actually. That would be awesome. I'd love to see that. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's, I mean. You'll have I, to listen to Tom Tom first, and then and my then, mom. Yeah, Even though it's like time. identical, you'll have to listen to both. We were talking on the last way down the web segment about um, Joanna Lopez and the creepy picture that um, was there. You found another picture of a case. <gasps> yeah, I it was actually a sketch of a criminal. Yeah, yeah, but it was like that lady <laughs> yes. that was in the car they saw. She was so scary. I can't remember what the case is. Yeah, um, it was. But like that boy went missing and the last person who like, was seen with him her sketch was horrifying it was even worse than jo in joanna lopez at least that was a real person as far as i know <laughs> this person was a sketch this lady and it was yeah it was terrifying it was even scarier than some of the other ones i saw i jumped when i saw it i know she's gonna haunt you in your dreams mm -hmm. that lady the criminal is coming to get oh, you God. No, I rather stare at Joanna Lopez for like an hour. Yeah, like I got used to the Joanna Lopez image after the first maybe two or three days of seeing it. I finally got used to it. I think it's a sad situation, but 
if if it is like if it's not a test or anything i i haven't looked up any updates about it but maybe we can do an update next time if we get any more but i know there were updates coming in about it there was another case that somebody came up that was somebody was talking about lisa larn Elisa Larn. Never heard of her. I've heard of Elisa Lamb. Maybe it is Elisa Lamb. Yeah, Elisa Lamb. The one in the elevator? Yeah, I saw that on a YouTube video. The lady, yeah, the lady that had her child. She was carrying her child on the elevator, and she had just, like, she killed herself, I think, at that point. She didn't have a child. She was by herself, and the elevator door wasn't closing, and she kept, like, peeking out into the hallway and then like hiding in the elevator. And then she would like look around like somebody was following her. And then they found her body because the people at the hotel were like, our water tastes weird. So they checked inside the water tank and her body was there. And they don't know who killed her, how she died, how she got there. Yeah, I don't know if that sounds like a real case or if it's a wives tale, but I don't, I mean, it could be a real case. I just. I don't know how they could find a body in a water tank. You've never seen the video of her, like, on the elevator, like, peeking out? No, I think I was thinking of another case. No, the, I never heard of that case. No, wow. you got to look at the video. It's freaky when she's on the elevator and she keeps, like, peeking around. And the elevator doors won't close. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that like is. like hiding from someone. But then, like, you don't see anyone else. And then what? she just, like, is found in the water tank. Oh, I found the video. I'm watching it right now. Yeah. This is from, what, 2013, so it could be older than that. Oh. Yeah, I found it, yeah. And one person said in the comments, the fact that the people were drinking water that contained fragments of her body is just scary. Yep. I wouldn't want to drink it. That would freak me out. Yeah, and now she's looking. People think yeah, she keeps going out the video. Mm -hmm. Some people like blame it on paranormal stuff. But it's could weird. be. Yeah, I mean, no, that's very common. I think, yeah, I did see this video actually. I recognize the woman. Yeah, I saw that video. I, I do wonder. Like, um, stuff where you like can't logically explain it, you know? Yeah, you'd need like a psychic to help you. Yeah. Maybe Sylvia. Well, actually, no, I wouldn't say Sylvia Brown because even though may she rest in peace, you know, Sylvia Brown kind of, if you ever saw the videos about her, just scammed a lot of people. She was, I don't know if you know who she is. She, um, I don't know if you, if you remember Montel, the show Montel Williams. Mm -hmm. My grandmother loved that show for the longest time up until it ended. And she always used to watch it all the time. It aired on the local Fox station. And Montel Williams, he's a talk show host. And he used to have his psychic Sylvia Brown. She had blonde he, hair and she was Yes, I know what you're talking about. Didn't she lie about being a psychic? Well, what she did was she basically said that um Amanda Berry to Amanda Berry's mom that her daughter was dead. And then the mom yeah. died two years later, but it turned out her daughter wasn't dead. And yeah. when she was caught on it, she was like, Well, um, in this in this situation, I'm glad I was wrong, you know. If there's ever a time I'm proud to be wrong, then this is the moment. You know, she was yeah. like that. I feel like I saw another thing where this family was talking to her about their kid being missing, and she's like, they're in water. And they're yeah. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, she she was in it was it was a woman that basically her husband died during 9-11. Yeah. He's like, I, I keep seeing him in water. Yeah. 
And she's like, he was a fireman. It was 9-11. She's like, well, I just still keep seeing him in water. And then Montel yeah. tried to come to her defense. He's like, well, maybe it was the site of the, maybe it was, he was hit by the hose or something. It was the water. And, the, and I'm like, and it's like, you know, you're not really helping in that situation. If you're right. just sticking by that, like that's, he makes him, that makes him just as bad as she was. Right. Oh my yeah. God. There was a woman, I can't remember her name, but she for years faked being a 9-11 survivor. And there was this man, he's really well known, who like died going around like helping people out of the building. And she pretended yeah. she was one of the people that was saved by him and would like go to his mother and be like, your son saved me. But then they found photos of her and she was in like a different country when 9-11 happened. Oh my god. They're like, why did you lie about that? I think she like started, she was like the founder of like a 9-11 survivor group and she like wrote a book maybe and then they found out she was lying about the entire thing. Oh gosh, why would be somebody even wanna like do that? Like that's like that's already a scary day. Like, you know, I'd imagine. I mean, I was only a baby when it happened. I was like not even a year old yet. I was a year old a couple weeks later, but you know, it's like I, but I've heard the stories. Like you know, I've seen it yeah. like on the anniversaries, and it's like it's like not even funny. No. Wow, that's the weird that's thing funny. to like want to like romanticize and pretend you were there. Like, oh, if I wish I were there. It's like, yeah. Wow, it's, like, <laughs> it's like wow, that's that's something else. Insane. Definitely. And what a nice way to end the segment. We're talking about 9-11. Mm -hmm. We're happy. talking about the psychos who pretended to be part of 9-11. Yes. So it's not the same thing. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but, but either way, that is the segment. And thank you so much for joining me, Maggie. I think we're of out of course. time, but but um, we're just out of time. But thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Of course, it's always fun. question I have for all of my listeners today all relates to spring. Now, as you know, springtime is here and the weather has actually been getting really nice, at least where I live. Most people seem to have a favorite season and for me, spring is one of them. My other favorite is fall, but that's a season for another episode. Back to the season of spring, spring brings holidays like Easter, and one thing that I like about Easter is the fact that our family meets up for our Easter dinner. We also do this for Christmas, Thanksgiving, Memorial Day, Labor Day, a lot of the major holidays that a family would typically celebrate. I remember on one Easter, I got an iHome back when they were first being sold around 2010-2011. It was actually the Easter of 2011, and when I got it, I remember adding a bunch of songs from the 80s that I liked to my iPod Touch. Remember those? And I played those songs as well as a mix of the then-current hits that I liked for everybody to listen to while they were eating dinner and when we were chilling out. Everybody really enjoyed it. I would say it was kind of like being a DJ, but I think even that would be a stretch. There have been other Easter's in my life where my other family members who don't live around here, like my aunts, uncles, and their friends came up to visit everybody for the holiday. There was one year where both my uncles from my mom's side and my dad's sister, who's my aunt on his side, came to visit on the same Easter. That was the Easter of 2005, and thinking about it, I find it to be very nostalgic for that reason. On the Easter before that, the previous year, my aunt and her family friend came up and my family had soup for the meal, which is a bit of a downscale from the usual ham, stuffed shells, lasagna rolls, and green bean salads and casseroles that our family usually had. It was still just as nostalgic, though. 
Now, there were other Easter and other spring memories as well that I could talk about, but now I want to turn things over to you. I want to know, what's your favorite spring memory? What's the thing that makes you excited for the spring and makes you think of the spring season? Let me know on our Facebook page, The Culture Kid. I want to hear about your spring memories. While you're there, you can also get updates about the show, you'll see exclusive clips from the show, and you may even get a shout-out on the next episode. This week's shout-out goes out to Jennifer Barney. This fan of the Culture Kid has been showing her support of the show. She's been liking our posts, and of course, I'm absolutely appreciative. If you want a shout-out or you just want to show your support for the show, go to our Facebook page, The Culture Kid. And don't forget to tell me about your spring memories. I'll read them on the next show. I'm Seth Farrow. Thanks for listening.